There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Sophisticated people play chess. Rednecks can amuse ourselves for hours with a sheet of bubble wrap. Oh, for God's sakes, Joe, let the kids play with it a while. You're going to be late to work. Jeff Foxworthy. On uh, what is today? What is today? What's what's today's made-up holiday? National Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day. And it's National Puzzle Day. Two very important things. It's also Oprah's 70th birthday today. Did wow. you guys know that? She hit the big 7 0. Wow. Zero, yeah. Happy birthday her. to Oprah. Okay. So, why are convenience stores turning restrooms into dance clubs? And name your cat after your ex and have it neutered. That's the new thing. It's Monday, the 29th. Of January of 2024, we are Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. The Chiefs are still the Chiefs, and believe it, <laughs> you gotta fight for your right to party! And there it is, the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl! Yes, the teams for Super Bowl 58 are set. Uh, did you watch... Any of either of the games to see who made it in? I watched both of them. Yep, yeah, me too. We, we okay. all did, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we. I was in and out, but yeah, I was aware. I could yeah. tell you who they were, but a poll found one in eleven viewers will have no idea until they turn the game on. Isn't that funny? Yeah, nine percent of people who plan to watch the Super Bowl say they won't know which teams are playing in it un- until the game starts. And again, for the record, it is the San Francisco 49ers versus Taylor Swift's boyfriend's team. <laughs> that other team. The, red, funny. the red one. But it just goes to show you that people that are very caught up in, in pop culture and sports and just everything that's on the news, that it's a good reminder that not everybody is paying that close attention. Right. <laughs> not everybody. It's our here. job to welcome them in if they so choose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, you know, to your point, the average viewer will only watch 29 minutes of the game itself. Of the actual Super Bowl? Of the actual Super Bowl. Oh. 
Well, there's so much going on. Yeah, the snacks alone remove me from the television. Mm -hmm. Snacks, the socialization, the commercials, whatever else you got going on in your place, in your house. I thought about maybe throwing a Super Bowl party. You should. Yeah, it might be fun. The only challenge is is that I'm going to want to probably go to bed early and everybody's going to want to stay till the end of the game. Right. Because you know that game lasts forever Uh because of all of the commercial breaks. 10, 30, 11. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, only a third of Americans can name last year's Super Bowl champs. The Chiefs. Yep. We all know who that was. Yes, <laughs> Not all of us. Well, I'm saying it. I feel like in Cincinnati, we're a little closer yes. to it, maybe. Uh, but they've now been in it for the past five years. They won. They won two so far. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, you know, there's also a lot of people who just they just want to socialize at Super Bowl parties. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Going, especially if it's not the Bengals. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Uh, but if you're hosting a party and thinking about upgrading your TV, top things people will buy before hosting a Super Bowl party will include a new grill, new TV. While we're at, let's just get some new dishes while we're at it. And we might want to consider getting a new couch, but let's not put it out until after. Right. People are going to spill beer on it. 77% of people say good food and good snacks are paramount. Yes. For a great Super Bowl party. Agreed. Top five Super Bowl snacks in order. Beginning with number one, chips, followed by dips, followed by hot dog, hot dogs, yeah, pizza, and burgers. Queen City hot sausage, dogs, number baby. three. Mm-hmm. Gotta get that Cincinnati hot dog. Are wings not on there? I would have put wings way up there. I probably would have put that at the top. Yeah. It's probably because of the chicken prices too jeff it's getting more expensive to eat the chicken wings especially oh. now i mean because the, the, the football season how many wings are eaten on super bowl sunday isn't it like an astronomical amount like oh yeah i believe do you guys have plans i'll be in mexico and i am gonna watch Look zero of that game oh Look at no you. i don't know we don't have any plans but like i said we might have a party we have a family party on february the 10th which is the saturday and i'm like well we'll already have everything out and together we might as well just have people over. Yeah. Give them the leftovers. We might. <laughs> Lots of dips. Yeah. I think we're just going to lay low. Hang out in Kenwood. Yep. Watch the game. Try to get a good night's sleep. Yep. If you are stuck in traffic, consider yourself lucky. A skier in Lake Tahoe was taking the lift back down the mountain last Thursday when it stopped. And she ended up stranded in midair overnight. Oh, my god! And the employees didn't. Realized she was up there, apparently. That's horrifying. What a horrible way to die. <laughs> she didn't Freezing die to death on a... <laughs> she didn't die. In Did a die? foreign country. Well, that, but, I mean, I'm sure she was thinking that. You know, am I going to die up here? Am I going to freeze to death up here? Yeah, her name is Monica, Monica Lasso. Uh, she's not even from here. She's from Chile. She did not have her phone. No one could hear her yelling for help. Oh, God. So gosh. she was stuck up there for 15 hours. Oh, my God. In frigid, freezing cold yep. weather. Oh, I can't even. Now, luckily, it was a closed air gondola and not an open air oh, ski lift. luckily. So she at least had that going for her. Uh, there was also a survival kit inside. She didn't find it, apparently. Maybe you didn't know it was in there. Isn't very well marked. Yeah, she never ended up getting rescued. Her friends ended up reporting her missing, 
But employees only found out she'd been up there when they got to work the next day, turned the lift back on, and it dumped her out of the bottom. Oh, my God. She said she screamed for help so long, she literally lost her voice. I'm sure. Uh, but luckily, she's okay. Firefighters checked her out, and she decided not to go to the hospital. No word on if she plans to sue or if anyone's been fired. I mean, that does sound like a major screw-up on the yeah. resort's part. Horrifying. Uh, the resort says they are investigating what happened. Wow. Yeah. See, that's that's just add that to my list of fears of, of getting into <laughs> something like that to begin with. What do you think you guys would do if you got stuck in like an elevator or some something like that? What would you guys do? I would do a lot of breathing exercises. You? I would just sleep. See, that's what I always think. I'm like, I would think I would just lay and take a nap. Yeah, I mean, they're going to figure it out eventually. They're going to need that elevator back. They're going to want it back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if there's no, if the alarm's not working or the phone's not working. What are you going to do? As well, just get some sleep while I have the chance. (laughs) (laughs) Most roadside convenience stores don't want you using their restrooms. And uh, the feeling is mutual in many cases. Uh, but one chain is making their bathrooms more fun. Six hop shop locations in northern Kentucky have installed big red buttons in their bathrooms with a sign saying, do not push this button. Of course. But there's also an image of their mascot, Hopper the Frog, winking. Which signals that you could push the button if you wanted to. We'd triple dog dare you. And if you do, it temporarily turns the bathroom into a dance club. This is awesome. I've seen this. You know, I think Statman down the hallway went and it like turns on the disco ball and all the lights and it's flashing. It's really fun. Yeah, it uh, it's pretty cool. The manager says the disco parties have gone viral on social media. Look at that. One push sets the balls in motion and starts a party in the potty. They'll just burst into laughter, and then they come out, and they run out and grab family and run back in the bathroom, and it just brings a lot of joy. It's pretty wild, pretty fun time in there. It's funny. I love it. We had a 60-year-old lady that went in and she came out and she said that was the best day of her life. Oh. Uh, that was Mary Moss commenting there. There's such a draw that people are now just going to hop to use the bathroom. That's funny. They've heard about it. Yeah. She, uh, yeah, this woman proudly says she celebrated her 20th birthday by visiting all six hop shops, disco bathrooms. The idea was to do something unique to bring people in and hopefully they'll make purchases while they're there. Uh, that's an old McDonald's trick. Like a million years ago, back in the day, McDonald's used to used to be known for their clean bathrooms. Uh, they're not anymore, are they? That's, well, not so much, but <laughs> yeah, I guess it just depends on who owns that particular franchise, McDonald's. But uh, but that was their thing. You know, they wanted to bring people in. They wanted to be that roadside place. That yeah. people knew they could always go to to use a clean bathroom. And hopefully while they were there. Even if it wasn't mealtime, fries always make a great snack. Well, I'm going to use their bathroom. <laughs> I should probably buy something. something. Oh, you yeah. Know, a little bit of that guilt there. Oh, yeah. Right. You'll blow it up. So I'm going to get a Big Mac. Well, they <laughs> started this club thing by trying it in one location last year. And it's been such a hit now that there are six locations that have it. Wow. There's uh, more than a dozen hop shop locations in 
Kentucky and Ohio. That's fun. So I don't know if they're going to do that to every location, but they got them in five or six of them now. So cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I wonder what songs play. Uh, is it just I've had the time of my life or is it? Oh, I don't know. More? It's got to be, you know. that's not exactly a disco song. What's the Donna Summers? Uh, Last Dance. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. She's got to be on there somewhere. Yeah. Bad girls. Does it feel like half the people you encounter in life are self-absorbed jerks? <laughs> New study looked at the states with the most narcissists. They checked how often people Google things across four categories, like wanting to learn about narcissists or narcissists in relationships or narcissists in families and narcissists at work. So things like, is my boss a narcissist? But surprisingly, bosses are not the top person we wonder about. Our mom is. Really? Is my mom a narcissist ranks first? Oh, wow. Then it's husband, <laughs> boyfriend, wife, partner, dad, friend, girlfriend, sister, and boss is like 10th. Interesting. Yeah, but according to the results, the five states with the most narcissists are... Texas by a long shot, followed by Iowa, New Hampshire, Maine, and oh, look at that, Indiana. Indiana made the top five. Hawaii has the least. The city with the, the city with the most narcissists, and this is not a surprising landslide, is New York, New York. And not surprisingly, since CEOs are more likely to be narcissists and psychopaths. Oh boy. Wow. I feel like narcissist is one of those things that has just become very popular in the last five years to call somebody or to label them as. It's like, oh, he's such a narcissist. Oh, that guy's such a narcissist. Well, it felt like once right. we got a oh, definition. Said the narcissist. <laughs> but once we got a definition of what it was, we were like, oh, so that's what we call those people. That's what that is. That's, that's what those name. are. Yeah. Now, there's an animal shelter in New Jersey called Homeward Bound Pet Adoption. And they're offering a unique service for Valentine's Day this year. Uh, jilted women are definitely the target market for this. But for a $50 donation, they'll name a feral cat after your ex, <laughs> then neuter it. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> they'll also spay female cats. But the real appeal is getting to name a cat after a guy you hate who wronged you in some way and being able to say that you just had his baby makers lopped you off. You just castrated him. Right. Yeah. Whoa. So the flyer they posted online says, neuter your ex for Valentine's Day <laughs> because some things shouldn't breed. <laughs> That's cute. Clever. I wonder how much money they'll make doing that. Yeah, they'll probably it's do all right. They'll yeah. get a little press anyway. Getting some attention for sure. They'll, I'm sure they'll get some earned media. Yes, they sure get will. Some of that. <laughs> We're all probably on our phones way too much. And while speaking of media, and while some of us use our smartphones worry free, a lot of us don't. So here are four phone habits that could be signs of anxiety. Okay. Oh, this is interesting. Doom scrolling. Oh, yeah. What's that? Doom scrolling is when 
you find yourself constantly searching for disturbing news, even though that news never makes you feel any better. Uh, this could be both a sign of anxiety and even the cause of your anxiety in the first place. Well, you're worried about something bad. You're thinking something bad is about to happen or is going on right now. And so you're looking for evidence. You want to be informed. Mm. So you keep looking and looking and looking. There it is. There it is. Yep. And now what do you do with that information? Well, you worry and then you look for more. <laughs> Cyclical. That's how it works. Wow. Uh, here's another one. Avoiding people by using your phone. Have you ever acted like you were on your phone to avoid talking to someone? Yeah. <laughs> All the time. If Frequently. Okay. If you're avoiding real life interactions in favor of your phone, that could be a sign of anxiety. Well, in all fairness, it, it depends on the person that you're trying to avoid talking to. That needs to factor in. Like if you hear somebody you <laughs> don't you enjoy, <laughs> if you hear somebody you don't enjoy coming down the hallway, talking to somebody else, you pick up the phone. Hey, mom, what's up? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Hey, mom's on the line. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you just do one of those. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, number three, the inability to put your phone down. If you have trouble separating from your phone, especially at times when you don't need it, this can point to anxiety. Like when you're exercising or going to bed or in a work meeting. And finally, uh, the fourth and final phone habit that might be a sign of anxiety. When you panic, if your phone isn't working, if you feel super nervous and panicky when your phone dies or doesn't have Wi-Fi, that could be a problem. Now, this does not include people using their phones for safety, obviously. It's more of a red flag if you're freaking out because you can't access Instagram or something. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I think all of us are guilty of all of those to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. suppose it's... Like, if you leave your upon, phone at home, yeah, you feel very... Like naked. I'm yeah. turning around. Yeah, yes. back. Sure. And the first thing you do is to reach for your phone to see, to call somebody and ask them if you left it at home. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Yes. Or I send out messages on Facebook Messenger. Hey, left my phone at home. Left my phone at home. Hey, my phone's at home. You have to let everybody know that yeah. you left your phone. Yep. By the way, Ohio lottery officials confirmed the services compromised in last month's data breach were fully restored on Friday. If you didn't hear about this, it was a cybersecurity incident that happened on Christmas Eve, which uh, caused caching services to go dark. Um, but lottery officials say winners throughout Ohio evidently cashed over 50, almost $51 million in prizes wow. last year. That's crazy. That's amazing. Uh, but according to the lottery, claims can be made in four ways. Prices up to 600 can be cashed at any Ohio lottery retailer location. Prices up to $25,000 can be cashed using the mobile caching feature available through the mobile app. And prices up to $5,000 can be cashed at super retailer locations or in an Ohio regional office. Blah, blah, blah. And then any prize claims may also be filed in an Ohio Lottery Regional Office or mailed to the Ohio Lottery Central Office. So it just depends on the size of your winnings. This is interesting that they give it to you in the form of a prepaid debit card. 
Yeah, that is interesting. Up to $5,000. But can you imagine like, no. hey, yeah, I won $20 million. Here's your debit card. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. This thing isn't working anymore. Hello. Yeah. But anyway, you gotta you gotta give all your information, of course, and your social security number when you win these things, and that's the big concern there. The Ohio Lottery confirmed the investigation into the data breach is ongoing, and the state will take all measures to protect Ohioans with credit monitoring. I thought about two people mailing in their lottery ticket. You know, like, oh, that's risky. Yeah, yeah, like I'm I'm driving it to Columbus or wherever you gotta go. Yeah. Right. Meanwhile, 9 News Consumer Reporter John Matteris is here so you don't waste your money on expensive booze. That's right. The next thing, guys, good morning, uh, to get hit with inflation. It's called drinkflation, and uh, it's the price of wine, but particularly uh, the mixed drinks, the yeah. hard stuff. Oh, yeah? Okay. The good stuff, the bourbon, the, the whiskers. Liquors. And uh, just just crazy. We heard from a guy over at WCPO 9 who contacted us because he was downtown, not going to mention the restaurant. Uh, but with his brunch, he ordered a uh, scotch on the rocks. Uh, Johnny Walker scotch on the rocks. And the waitress, very nice, nice woman comes over. She says, well, would you like the uh, Johnny Walker red, blue or black? Uh, the red's the cheap one. He goes, you know, I've got my date here. Let me just upgrade it a little bit. I'll get, I'll get the Johnny Walker blue. Oh, uh -oh. so uh -oh. gets a gets a shot at Johnny Walker blue on the rocks. Gets the bill fifty five dollars for one shot for one wow. drink. One shot. You're kidding. Turns what? out Johnny Walker blue is the expensive one, not the black, which you would think it's the blue. Yeah. That one. Uh, we went to the Party Source over in Bellevue, a great store. I mean, the, the, the oh, selections yeah. there are incredible. Uh, the Johnny Walker Blue is actually kept in a locked case at $250 a bottle. No kidding. And uh, wow. the major... Just a, just a standard 750 yes, milliliter 750 bottle. milliliters. The standard, the regular Johnny Walker Red is $40 a bottle. The Blue, $240 a bottle. Uh, and he said, you know, this is what's happening now in the liquor industry. It's all about supply and demand. Mm. And a lot of the demand is because people want it, they can't find it. And you have these distilleries that don't produce enough. And that's how you get things like Pappy Van Winkle selling for $1,000 a bottle. Oh, my so goodness. Crazy. So it's really getting crazy with the fancy whiskeys, bourbons, scotches, uh, e even some of the other liquors. There's a, a cognac that's like $1,000 a bottle. Oh my you have to be so careful. If you're in a bar, and I know you want to impress your date. I know the last thing you ever do when you're out with a date in a restaurant is go, oh, I like that that. But how much is that? How much is that dessert? We're thinking of sharing the dessert. How, how much is that? I mean, you don't want to do that, you know, because it's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. You come off as a tightwad. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if but you got married anyway. You I found did. a wife. She actually <laughs> married me anyway. Can you believe that? But, you know, uh, if you're getting the, the mixed drinks, if you're getting that uh, old-fashioned, that Manhattan, that whatever, yes. you might want to make sure you know what the price is. Well, and they don't put the order. price on the menu a lot of times either. Yes. They just give you the cocktail list and you're like, oh, that Paloma looks really nice. Uh -huh. And then the next thing you know, you're like, I just had a $17 glass of grapefruit juice yes essentially uh, yeah yeah with some tequila in it yes a lot of the mixed drinks now uh even just a regular mixed drink yeah are 15, 15 $17 to 19 dollars uh if you go out now in cincinnati wow uh, so you know when you see something you're not sure ask about the price because you too could get hit 
with a $55 drink. Not in New York City, but right here in Cincinnati. Man. So I say, don't waste your money. Okay, what are you working on for tonight, John? Oh, fake Ozempic and Wegovy popping up everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, We check out what happens if you (sighs) order it. Later today. All right, thank you, John. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I don't know if it'll be record setting, but uh, my hunch is that the Super Bowl will see a huge boost in ratings over the past few years. You know, they were... The NFL, just in general, was on a decline there for the longest time. Yeah. And uh, fewer and fewer people were watching the games. And now, you know, with Taylor Swift and Kelsey, at least that's changed for the Chiefs. A lot more young women watching. A lot more young women, yeah. Yeah. Did you see the number that they put out? Was it yesterday or the day before of how much money has been earned from Taylor Swift and the NFL and the Chiefs and all that? It was like $331 million. And that includes like TV highlights, social media, digital, print, all the That's extra, crazy. all the extra stuff. That's so crazy. So each time the Chiefs go to a different city, each city, you know, gets Benefits. their little the flourish piece of that pie. You know, it was interesting too. We had that story about uh, Taylor Swift's. Her people had sent a cease and desist to the Chiefs about using her image, but then yesterday. Before the game, they you know how they put together those like little highlight reels of like the season, and then they showed that before the field, the people take the field, mm-hmm. and she was in one of them. So I'm like, ooh, I wonder if they got her permission to use her image. I'm cool with it. Just ask me first. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I'm like, I bet that's what it is. Right, but if you show up to an NFL game. You know, you're essentially that's an implied contract where a camera, right? The camera may put you on television, whether you realize it or not. Yeah, but I, I think, think they were using it, it for profit. Like, yeah. buy season tickets. Don't you think she's probably acting in every moment, just hyper aware that all eyes are on her? Totally acting. And, and That's t- why she's and, always like, oh my God. Yeah, I mean, she knows. Right. Yeah. So she has to show enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. over the top. There cannot sure. be one sideways glance at anybody because it will get captured. But she has said, like, when Travis has been hit before, People have seen her mouth like, what the bleep? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, you know, I'm all good with this whole, I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine. But you, you can't start, like, adding me to your marketing material without. Yeah. Paying me a penny or two for that. That's right. 
You can do it, but it's going to cost you. Anyway, a diehard Swifty, I guess, broke a world record by naming 34 Taylor Swift songs in 60 seconds. Oh, my God. That's not even two. That's less than two seconds a song. Yeah. Plus, a lot of them sound the same. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it shows how wide her appeal is because the guy lives in Pakistan. And it's not... It's a dude. It's not exactly a, a name that... that uh, let's see. What does it say? The most Taylor Swift songs identified from their lyrics. Yeah, that's the official title. The official title is most Taylor Swift songs identified from their lyrics, not by using a hook of her music like Name That Tune. Okay. Okay, so someone read them out loud. It took them an average of 1.8 seconds to name each song while blindfolded. Wow. So that no one would think he was cheating. I don't know if that'd be harder or easier than hearing the music. Yeah, because 34 Taylor Swift songs in 60 seconds is not exactly a name that tune record. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we've shortened this for time, but I think you'll get the idea. I want to be your enemy. I have this thing. I was writing short. Wow. It's strange. Do you look at me? And there you have it. That is insane. World record. That's impressive. That's That's a fan. And you know, and the guy that's asking the questions is pretty on it too. I mean. Reading them quickly. Yes, reading them quickly. With all that 1K letter of the day experience you have, you could probably do that. But that would be challenging. Because you can't listen to the answers. That's when, like, when we're doing one K letter of the day. Yeah. If they say something, I just keep going because if I sit and think about their answer, I get tripped up. Mm-hmm. Do you check off whether they answered or not? Yes. Like, because you got to know what to go back to, right? right? Yes, I check. Uh huh. Yeah. It's crazy. I check yeah. the ones they pass on are the ones I check. If they get an answer, I just keep going. Well, that's the record to beat. Wow. 34 Taylor Swift songs in 60 seconds. That's pretty good. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.